It's never too late to get started. This is the Lucy Beatrix Podcast. A month ago, I packed my backpack full of running gear and embarked on a new adventure. I came to Austin, Texas to start over, or actually to get started on becoming the person that I want to be. If you know my story, I'll keep this brief, but I was a fashion model living it up in New York City for a very long time until I got sober and became a runner. After running a 244 marathon this fall, I determined that this is something that I really want to focus on. We're inch closer towards being this healthy runner, storyteller me, and further away from the dark, sad fashion model me. So after 16 years in New York City, I knew that I needed a change. So in order to stay on the right track, I came here. And what a lot of people don't know, that a major driving force behind this decision to come to Austin was actually to prioritize my sobriety. Because I knew that in order to do all the things I want to do in my life, I need to stay tethered to that one thing. And it's the only way that I can keep my head on straight. So in order to eliminate some of the distractions and environments that took me out of my sobriety last year, I realized that I just needed to start fresh somewhere completely different. Now, this goes against the grain of what is taught in a lot of programs in recovery or this idea of pulling a geographic and going somewhere new as a new person. It's, it's actually something that they say don't do. And especially when you're um, still in early sobriety, they, they discourage this. But I will say that for me, part of why I made this decision was because I felt like it was getting me closer towards the things that I want to be focusing on or really prioritize training, change up my routine, but also to protect my sobriety and um, eliminate some of the people, places and things that were driving me away. So to be perfectly honest, uh, last December, I, I relapsed. And I did talk about this a little bit on my show, but I went out, as they say, and I picked up, went right back to where I left off, and it was it was ugly. I really questioned why, why I'm tethered to my sobriety in the first place. Um, I kind of like flipped my entire identity on its head because, you know, I had been talking about my sobriety in a public way. And then suddenly I was drinking right back where I started. And uh, it was it was a very dark moment for me. But I got myself back into the rooms and was kind of like half in, half out thinking, OK, I want to be sober. I'm going to try to be sober. I hope I can do it. But this half half measure um, led me to another relapse. And the second relapse was pretty grim. It was about a week of debauchery that I, you know, I got to a point where I, I felt like worse than I had left off. And it was yet another rock bottom. And sometimes in recovery or, you know, when you think about your rock bottoms or your come to Jesus moments, whatever you want to call them, you need those dark, dark, dark moments to kind of have a wake up. And this one was definitely that for me. And in in light of this rock bottom, I actually hit hit enough of a bottom to finally surrender and get a sponsor and do the things that um, are suggested to do in the program that I'm in. 
So I did start working the steps. Um, I got a little bit more um, in the community, but I noticed some of the suggestions coming my way from my sponsor, from fellows, I wasn't doing them. I would go kind of half in, half out again. And this, to be perfectly honest, started to kind of scare me because, yeah, I was staying sober. I wasn't um, picking up, but I could see myself getting kind of close. In fact, I would get so close that I'd be literally sitting at a bar with a glass of wine sitting in front of me and wonder, huh, maybe I can drink this. And I'm so glad that I didn't because currently I'm uh, less than two weeks away from 10 months back from from that relapse. And I feel like I'm just that much more committed because I'm doing the things that I'm being um, being taught to do. So one of those things is going to 90 meetings in 90 days. And that that means that like you go to a meeting every single day. And that becomes a focus. And never in my life did I have such a strong uh, goal that's it's 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 like going to work every day but work on my spiritual fitness and making sure that above everything else I do that one thing so um, I started doing that here when I when I got to Texas actually it was my first day of embarking on this 90 and 90 and as soon as I landed and got to where I was staying I went to a meeting that night and basically I've I've hit meetings every single day since then which is the furthest I've ever gotten into a 90 and 90. And it goes back to the why behind coming to Texas. Now, on the outside, a lot of people see that I came here to train with a new coach, with a new team, and that is a big part of it. And obviously, I have this huge marathon goal that I'm going after. But you know what? Yes, running is a huge part of my life, and I I treat running like my job as much as um, anything else. I really put running at the forefront of like eating, training, sleeping, that's my life. But really, sobriety is even above that. And sobriety is my my first North Star because if I don't have sobriety, I don't have running. And running is just this extension of my sobriety because it's the thing that I do to kind of like to show what I can do with this body that I've built, this new body that I have. And so when I say it's never too late to get started, I want to talk about how, you know, with with the whole sobriety thing, there are so many things that we can tell ourselves of like, well, you know, maybe next month or maybe I'll, I'll try to be sober eventually. I know I have a problem now, but eventually I'll deal with it. And the reason that I think that this kind of thinking gets us into a lot of trouble is because you can wake up several months later and go, God damn it, I wish I had just started then. Think of how much further along I would have been if I just got started that first time that I had that thought. And I feel this way actually about um, strength training because I've been more serious about strength training these past few months. And I keep thinking to myself, God damn it, why didn't I get started with strength training like a year ago? I'd be so much faster if I just had started doing this this thing, you know, a, a year ago. But I'm not thinking that way. I'm thinking, you know what? I ran that 244 marathon and as soon as I was done and I came back um, back to New York, I got started working with a strength trainer as fast as I could and I've been dedicated to that and just as much as I have been with my program and my, my other training. 
And I think, wow, I can look back now at a few months worth of strength training and think like that's something. And I'm glad I didn't put it off even longer just because I was afraid of like the what ifs surrounding it. Um, But yeah, so like this idea that we we can literally start our day over at any time. I thought about this too. Like if you if you have a bad morning and everything's going wrong, you can look at the clock and say, okay, 12, 15 p.m., um, I'm starting my day now. I'm starting over. I I had to do that actually last week because I had kind of a, I don't know, I wouldn't say it was a crummy workout, but I had this one run that really like set me off. Like I was like, I don't know. I just don't feel ready. I feel like I'm falling behind, blah, blah, blah. And I had to just start over and say, I'm going to have a good day today. Even though maybe I didn't hit the paces that I wanted, I am going to start my day now and recalibrate, reset. And sure enough, I could turn that all around, check the box and, and not be like stewing and dwelling on it um, the way that I might might have if I didn't make that conscious decision to just start over. So yeah, I mean, I think that like this whole trip of coming out here represents so many things for my life. It represents you know, not being tethered to this idea that New York City is my identity or not being tethered to the chaos of New York because New York is chaos to me. And while I'm addicted to chaos, I think that being here in this different sound and setting is a really amazing environment and such good contrast from where I was so that I can actually focus on the internal struggles that I face as somebody who does deal with um, addiction and, and is in the process of addiction recovery. So um, it's funny because I think so many people on the outside, they, they ask me about like how, how I feel about the race and what kind of goals I have going into it. And I'm just thinking I could very well not even wear a watch running this race in 12 days. That's that's how I feel about it. I just want to go and run. I'm not thinking about numbers and times or anything. I'm thinking, yeah, my body is where it is. It, it like the hay is in the barn, as they say. And it's not about that for me. It's about it's about running as a manifestation of what this body can do for me. So yeah, it's never too late to get started. That's what I'm getting at. Um, so I don't know. You, you know, it's January. Some people they they dabble with this idea of dry January. If that's you and you're just like experimenting with getting sober this month, cool. I'm glad you found my show. I, I don't know why my show has become kind of like it's been about running and sobriety a lot lately. And I'm, I'm happy to be that that person or this voice that you're hearing talking about those things. So you can hit me up on Instagram. I try to be as um, as active on there as I possibly can and respond to you guys. I'm at Lucy Beatrix, L-U-C-I-E-B-E-A-T-R-I-X. And yeah, until next time, just be fast, just win. <laughs> <laughs>